Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, with our guy who knows more people and more information. And today, hey, really, if you, if you get your pen and paper out, because the pre-talk, we're... We're talking about credit. I don't think any of us, me included, know That's much right. about it. That's right. Welcome, everybody, to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Senior Vice President here, John Gutierrez. We have another exciting show today. It's all about credit. I got to tell you, we're so honored to have the Director of Core Credit Services and a credit ambassador for Experian. Uh, over the last 12 years, Veronica has helped provide credit education to thousands of consumers and small business owners about both personal and business credit. Thank you for being here, Veronica Herrera. We're so honored to have you. It's a pleasure to be here. It's been exciting, you know, just before the show, we're talking about all this, you know, that everybody faces, all these challenges one faces uh, from personal credit to business credit, which is something we're gonna talk about today, right? Mm -hmm. That's good. And first and foremost, I want to make sure I thank you on behalf of our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, uh, many of our board members and our president. I uh, just want to thank Experian for all the support that you guys have given our chamber, especially our youth chamber, yeah. our foundation, a scholarship foundation. So thank you very much. Uh, please thank all those that are part of your team that support us. We really oh, appreciate will. it. Absolutely. First and foremost, how did you get involved with our chamber and how did because I know you somehow got connected with us and Experian got involved with us, right? Sure. So the chamber and Experian have been working together, I'd say about four to five years now. We do, like you said, do donations and uh, scholarships and things like that, primarily to the youth center, to the youth chamber, but to other programs as well. And Miss Carol Erton, who's one of the primary, uh, uh, connect, you know, people at Experian who works with the chamber, uh, asked me if I would do the credit education. So I'm, a, I'm an ambassador, I'm a local credit ambassador here uh, in Southern California. And she asked me if I would do it also because in addition to having, you know, expertise in personal credit, I also understood business credit. So we took the regular presentation that we do, which is to teach people about credit, and we modified it. And we made it about personal and business credit. And uh, with the chamber, we've been doing these webcasts for several years now. and. Uh, with the SBDC, we do, a, I, th I think it's about a monthly program now. That is great. Yeah. So what exactly do you do for Experian? Can we share that with everybody? Sure, sure. Just so we can get that out of the way right away, because I think that's very important that people identify as an ambassador. What is it that you're doing in the community? Oh, absolutely. Well, for, for starters, um, I am currently the director of core credit services within our direct-to-consumer division. So I think most people know Experian as the credit bureau, right? But we actually have many different divisions. And one of the divisions is allowing individual people to pull their own credit, to manage their own credit, right? Um, so I moved from the decision, the analytics side of the business, where I would help lenders, financial institutions and banks, I would help them use credit to make the right decision, whether that's to approve or decline, whether it's to offer someone an, a, a loan or, you know, whatever decisions they need to make using credit data. I did that for many, many years, helping lenders establish that. And I figured, you know, let's take some of that information on how lenders 
use credit data and teach the, the consumer side. I want to teach people how to build, maintain, and improve their credit by giving them the knowledge, the kind of the back-end knowledge. Yeah, it's seeing the other side of the fence, right? Exactly. Which a lot of us um, don't know about and are very fearful. I think there's a there's a fear there of not knowing yeah. uh, what road to follow or what formula to follow when building one's credit, right? It's been a secret for decades and decades, right? It was like always the CIA, <laughs> the FBI, right? <laughs> building your credit, <laughs> building your credit is like something you shouldn't know how to do, right? No, Experian is actively, actively trying to educate consumers, the the individual person, um, so that they can improve their own credit. I think that's great. I actually have the app for sure. Experian where I constantly I'm looking at my credit and it's giving me updates. I think that's a great tool. Um, I and think, it's free. <laughs> yes, it's a great tool. Uh, you constantly get updates. And I think, I don't know if it's for an upgrade or not, but you can get obviously notifications if somebody is also trying to use your credit, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes, that's part of the free membership. It's, um, uh, we Well, that's monitoring the Experian credit report. Uh, anyone who's interested can go to Experian.com, sign up for f- completely free membership. You will get a credit report, a FICO score, and I believe you get one like every month if you wanted to, mm-hmm. as well as what's known as credit monitoring, where we are checking your credit. And if something happens, we're going to let you know. And if it's you, that's fine. You know, oh, yes, I opened this credit card. But if it's not you, you can stop fraud in it right in its tracks. Yeah. And that's important because we know that's going around a lot, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Mean, anyone who thinks that their information isn't out there, they're... <laughs> they're you're living in another world. <laughs> it's, you know, with data breaches and all that. It's not a matter of if your information is out there. It's yeah. who, how, who has it, yeah. right? So, yeah. but it doesn't mean that just because your credit, your uh, per, personal information is out there, doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be a victim. Yes. What do you do? You take control by monitoring your credit by checking it often. I'm still surprised when I talk to people and I ask them, you know, when was the last time they checked their credit? And sometimes it's years. Sometimes people say, "Oh, I've never checked my credit." Wow. Because That's... they don't know how. And there's all sorts of free resources to be able to check your credit. Now, I would also recommend that you check the credit at the other two bureaus as well, Equifax yeah. and, and TransUnion, just because I work at Experian. But you know, you do need to check all three of, yes. of the bureaus. Well, I know Paul wanted me to make sure we spelled out Experian.com. Is that what you're saying, Paul? Yes. Because in case any of the listeners or, or the viewers People are watching. I can't spell. I'm always spelling these. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's E-X-P-E-R-I-A-N.com, right? Mm-hmm. Experian.com, you can go there and there's a lot of free services that are offered to you as far as you know, checking your credit on a regular basis. If you haven't checked it, definitely go check it out because it's very important. So- as far as you know, what you teach small business owners, mm-hmm. what is it that you, you help them with or you focus on as far as credit? Because obviously a lot of our listeners are business owners that are part of our Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and the relationship we have with the SBDC. And shout out to Craig, by the way, who does so much over there. He's one of our consultants with the SBDC. Um, you know, what is it that you're constantly seeing or hearing or, or the challenges you're facing or how you're helping them as far as education, building their credit? So it's it's to go beyond just understanding your personal credit. Now, if you are a small business owner and let's say you register your company as a sole proprietorship, most likely all of your vendors, all of your you know the financial institutions that are dealing with you, your suppliers, they're going to use you as a personal guarantor. They're going to use your personal credit. Mm. Okay? 
but it's important to build business credit. So not John Gutierrez, but, you know, John's Bakery needs to have its own credit. Yes. Its own credit report. Yes. And the reason you want to separate them as soon as possible is if something goes wrong in one area of your life, you don't want it to affect the other. Okay. okay. If your business doesn't do great or you're having a, a tough year, you don't want to mess up your private personal credit report and vice versa. If something's happening on your private life, you want to make sure that your business credit stays pristine. So you you do want to separate it. If you are a sole proprietorship, yes, most likely they're going to do what's known as a blended report, which means that as a, an individual, you need to be the guarantor of these loans. Blended report. Mm -hmm. I'm making a note of that. Sure. Because that's important to know. If, if you are registered, if you registered your business, and by the way, I'm talking about a bona fide business. I'm not talking about some hobby or something like exactly. that. Exactly. You actually have to register your business. And when you do, you get a business credit report. Mm. So if you uh, register it as an LLC, Mm -hmm. or a corporation or what, the many different types of C-Corp, uh, all these, all right? Those yes. Things, yes. Th those government agencies then report to the bureaus and say, John's Bakery now exists and gives us the information. And then your suppliers, vendors, financial institutions can now start reporting if you let them know that you now have a business. So they can start reporting the business side to there. Um, if you take out a personal loan or a credit card in your name, mm -hmm. even if it's for the business, you can take out a business credit card, for example, but if you take it out in your name, it's going to show up on your personal credit report. And that's fine. It's helping you build credit there as well. But let's say you have a lot of uh, youth usage mm -hmm. that could temporarily increase your overall utilization. It could lower your credit score. So you, as my recommendation is as soon as you can start building your business credit separately. Mm. And the problem, of course, is that most people don't even know that there's such a thing as, as you know, everybody knows, oh, yeah, sure, the three bureaus, my credit score, my credit report. They don't know that there's a business side. And, and you know, think about it. Um, our competitors on the business side would be like Dun & Bradstreet, right? They, mm -hmm. they report and mm -hmm. they, they maintain credit reports. They're out of New York, right? I believe so, yes. Yes, because I remember Googling, Googling once business credit mm -hmm. the first time i heard of it for my business and i was like whoa i didn't know there was such a thing yeah exactly and i think that's the reaction of a lot of entrepreneurs or small business owners that are just starting off i mean there's such basic things that they're barely learning as far as you know what type of llc or corporation you want to open under your business you're trying to put together your logo <laughs> you're trying to find a, a location open your business right of course and so the last thing you're thinking about is I have to build two separate, you know, roads here and separate the business and the personal. Yeah. You I, may have to use your personal credit or, at the or beginning. Or you said blended mm -hmm. report, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Oh. It You may have to use your personal credit, especially at the beginning. Mm -hmm. and, and that's, that's understandable. It's to build that credibility of the business, right? Exactly. But like it, you have skin in the game, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So it is, it is important to know that a business credit report is an option that it is being reported and that you can actually help by letting your vendors and suppliers and, and financial institutions know that you have it and you want it you want them to report your good payments and all that to the the Experian Bureau for business. And you know we were talking about websites. Experian.com forward slash small business is where you can get all that kind of information. How do I check my own credit report? Right? Mm -hmm. I want to check my business credit report. You can do that. I want to monitor my business credit report. You can sign up for the service to uh, does that. Actually, Experian also offers all sorts of 
services, not just about credit report. I mean, we offer marketing services, collection services. Uh, we can help small business owners in many different ways to help build your business. But part of that is maintaining and um, you know improving your, your business credit. Earlier off the show, you mentioned something that I thought was very intriguing when I said, you know, we we have a business and we had been paying our vendors, but our vendors weren't reporting mm -hmm. us working with them and of course, hopefully building our business credit. And then you said something interesting. You said, well, we can contact them. Sure. And I thought that was very interesting. You have a way of content through Experian, letting us know which vendors are not reporting and that you'd like them to. And we have a team that reaches out to these lenders and say, you know, for example, you have, uh, you have customers that would like you to start reporting and we help facilitate that. It's not a guarantee, of course. We can't force course. anybody to, to report. But if they see that it's going to be a benefit to them, then, you know, we, we, we're encouraging them to start reporting. And that would, of course, help your business. Yes, that's that's what happened, you know, on a personal level, like sure. I was mentioning earlier with the jewelry store that I was, you know, getting some stuff from my wife and they were reporting it to my credit and my credit was really just going up. And I thought, this is great that they're doing this. This is so nice of them because not everybody will voluntarily do that because obviously it takes time and manpower. And obviously we know a lot of businesses are down, not having enough staff, but that's great that you can facilitate whether it's you know a nice letter or a phone call, whatever it may be, that may help. Yeah, and and it, people need to understand both on the business side and on the personal side, credit reporting is not mandatory. You are businesses are not required. Now it's in their best interest, of course, to report, but uh, it's it's not a requirement. So, what are the rules to the credit game? <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many, right? We, we're going to try to give you guys some maybe key tips, right, sure. that are important for those listening uh, to keep in mind and make a note. Paul, yeah. take out your notepad. I'm, I'm listening <laughs> diligently. You know, because I, I was kiddingly saying I've been in business for, it seems like, forever, 40 years at least or something here mm -hmm. in various businesses. I really never once set up business credit. To my shame, I never even thought shame about it. on you because I'm a Paul. sole proprietor. I, you know, I just pay everything out of my own credit card. Sometimes I get a credit card with my business name on it, but I'm the guarantor of the card. Yes, and I never thought I, until today. I mean, you can teach an old dog new tricks, I guess. There you go. And I've done my job. You've done yeah. your job. You see. <laughs> Can we invoice him? <laughs> really? Well, that's the great thing is that yeah. all of this is free. We yeah. offer so many free services. So where would you start? What's what's step number okay. one? Well, I've had this business for 15 years. What would I do if I wanted to turn get business credit for this business? Well, the first thing you need to do is go check your credit report. So okay. if you have registered your company the proper way with some get a government agency, which most of us you know have, yes, you're being reported. You actually have a credit report. Mm. So the first thing you need to do is go check it out. See what's what's on there. Is there anything on there? And this is where you said earlier, you go to Experian, the website, backslash business. Forward slash. For, I mean, forward slash. I'm sorry. <laughs> small, forward slash, yeah. small business. Small business. Yes. And then in that area, you can find some of this information you're talking about, exactly. right? Exactly. It'll say, would you like to to uh, look up your own company. You, you enter things such as the name of the company, uh, the city that it's registered in, and all those sorts of, sorts of things. And then it'll give you a list and you, you go, oh, there's there's my there's my company. Boom. And you click, click on, on it, it. And then you can buy your own credit report, right? So you can buy an individual credit report 
or there's actually an annual program where this is much more for people who are building that credit, right? Yes. To you pay a certain fee and you get access to uh, monitoring. Um, you know, you, there, there's all sorts of services that yes. are involved. But if you just wanted to, let's say, I just want to buy a credit report. I want to take a look at it and see, yes. or a credit score. There are business credit scores too. So everybody knows about the FICO score, the Vantage score, all of the personal scores. Your business has a score too. That's interesting, a, Paul. Yeah. It's interesting to know that you have a business, but you don't know what the score of it is. I never even. <laughs> but you sure knew what Michigan's score was this past weekend, <laughs> Mister Michigan Champ over here. You know, yeah. Uh, that that is what I would recommend small business owners to first go even take a look and see what your credit is saying about you, okay? And to try to ask your your suppliers, your vendors, and your your financial institutions to report in the name of the business even if they continue to, to report in, in your person. Can I ask you one other question here? Is this a reason many people, people have always said to me, my account and others, you got to incorporate, you got to have, I said, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you got to have a separate entity and then that separate entity can somehow be seen differently. It is will that be Im- seen, yes. Yeah. Is that important to set up an LLC or a... Uh, it's not a requirement. Corporation or it's something? It's not a requirement, but yes, it is the best way to keep your business and your personal separate. Right, so I'm, I'm not here to tell you you have to incorporate. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, you know, people have said, I said, nah, what's the point? You know, I don't need to do all that. There's two you sets know, of taxes to file or something here. I'm, well, I'm not, I, I think, not necessarily, but. I would say the key word to all this is being accountable, right? Mm-hmm. Like being accountable to your. Be, you have to be aware. Aware and accountable to your, like, well, because I think as human beings, we just get so busy, so caught up with everything that, like you said, there's people you've asked, they've never checked their credit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why not? Why wouldn't you, right? Yes, you go apply for a loan for a vehicle. Like you said earlier off the show, they run it as opposed to you run it. Mm-hmm. So they get their report. And then later you get a letter in the mail, right, saying this is what we ran. This is what we did. Mm-hmm. By then you have the vehicle. Your son's driving it and he's happy and all is good. But you never really looked at the process of what really happened, right, yep. behind closed doors when they ran your credit. Right. And, and I, was, I thought that was interesting that earlier you mentioned the difference between one running their credit. Mm-hmm. Right. As a like saying Paul Roberts running his credit. Right. Uh, or John Gutierrez, as opposed to Paul Roberts or John Gutierrez go buy a vehicle and now CarMax runs the credit. Right. Or Chevy runs the credit, whoever it is. Correct. There's it's two different worlds you said earlier, right? Soft and hard inquiries. And interesting. That is one of the most commonly misunderstood uh, aspects of credit. People believe that if you check your own credit, that it's going to damage your your credit score or hurt your. It does not. Soft inquiries. I, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you know better. <laughs> so soft. hard or soft credit inquiries. inquiries. Yes. Yes. So if you apply for a loan, if you are opening a credit card, if you are trying to get a whatever loan, that would be a hard inquiries for the purpose of gaining a loan or a line of credit. Mm-hmm. If you are checking your own. If your um, your bank is checking your credit every every so often, usually do it every month, every quarter. That's also a soft inquiry. If um, for those pre qualification um, services, if uh, or pre pre screens, right when they offer you a loan, those are all soft inquiries. You can have hundreds of them; it doesn't affect your score at all. They can't be fed into a model. The hard inquiries can't. So you do want to keep. Uh, kind of control on that, not do too many too quickly. But as I was mentioning before, there are certain policies so that things like uh, rate shopping for an auto loan or for a mortgage, 
Of course, you're going to be checking with many different lenders. Yes, they're all going to be hard hits, but when it comes to the models, they dedupe them. They, they roll them into one. They know that you are rate shopping, so they count the inquiry as one as opposed to four or five. Mm. I thought that was interesting, you know, Paul, when she said that earlier. I got one more question. Sure. Now you got me thinking. <laughs> Good. Through the years, like where I rent space, mm-hmm. I rent it in my name. Mm-hmm. Where I buy a car, I rent it in my, I, I mean, I lease it or I buy it in my name. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people through the years say, oh, no, my car, my company leases my car. Or something here. Uh, John could, he's got a bigger company than I do. He's got a huge company here. Uh, he could be rent, he could be leasing his car. It, Think about that. You know, I mean, now I don't know what the difference is. You still got to pay the bill at the end of the day, but theoretically, you're separating those things. Now, on the one hand, that might lower my personal score because I'm not paying for a car. I'm not every month paying for a car and showing that on my credit report. But on the other hand, I'm building up business credit, which might let me do what? Sign leases or buy bigger purchases or mm-hmm. buy equipment or other sorts of things in the business name. <clears throat> but it also keeps your your credit reports separate yes. so that in the event that one area of your life is having a hard time, it's not going to affect the other. And think about during COVID when businesses did have a hard time, all businesses. yeah, A lot of businesses did, right? And so people who are using their personal credit could have seen a, credit, a hit to their, their personal credit. And one of the points I like that you pointed out off the show earlier was – that, that old famous saying about like uh, somebody said, well, I'm just going to go pay off all my credit cards, right? <laughs> and you said and you, just, you said it again, don't do that, right? Well, but you can pay down I mean, it's cards. good to pay them down, but not completely just wipe them all out, right? Because if you close them, mm-hmm. you are going to be t- changing what's known as your utilization, your balance to limit ratio. Because the minute you close an account, your limit, the denominator in this equation, goes to zero. And it reduces, and it it. it increases your utilization in, in some cases. And also, closing all of your accounts is never a good idea. People sometimes ask, you know, well, how, how do I build credit? It's like you build credit by using credit, using it wisely. But if you decide I don't want to have credit, well, guess what? You're not going to get it. Well, it's interesting. My son this morning before going to high school uh, <laughs> said, Dad, who are you going to have on the podcast show today? He always <laughs> usually asks me. <laughs> And I said, I'm going to have a very important lady oh. <laughs> who works for Experian or she's an ambassador for Experian. And, and I said, it's all about credit, son. And he goes, and he goes, oh, okay, I've, I've heard of that, right? He's <laughs> I've, high school. I've heard of that. He's a high school student, right? And he's like, I've, I've heard of that, dad. I've heard of Experian. And I said, yes, you know, credit is another word for credibility. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. it's important that your credibility. It's your financial references. And it's important. I love what you just said. It's your financial References. references. I'm going to say that to my son today when I pick him up. It it's your financial it's your references, right? Yeah. It's like your Yelp review on the reputation yeah. you have around you. And and that's why, to your point earlier, the bigger the credit they're giving you and the less you owe them, it's showing your good credibility, right? Absolutely. And whether or not you pay your bills on time, that's important. So if you have three credit cards and you never use them, the bills are the payments are always zero, no one's seeing how you pay your bills that way. You do have to use it. And by the way, little hint here to everyone. If you have credit cards and you never use them, guess what? That lender's going to close them for you. You know, that I love <laughs> that you brought that point up because I recently would go pay for stuff all the time with my debit card, right? Mm. And then a friend of mine who was with me, who's part of our chamber, said, how come you don't use your credit card? Like that, you're building your credit. And I, and, and I was just thinking, I just, I mean, I have the money in the bank. I might as well just pay for it, Right. And it was like, no, you, you're better off using your credit card, whatever your limit is a month, pay you whatever, gas, food, 
And then at the end of the month, pay it down. Sure. Pay it down, pay it off. And it's like this constant up and down, up and down. And that's showing, like you're saying, that you're constantly working that credit card and building your credit. That's going to help you, right? Absolutely. Now, I have have friends and, uh, you know, I have a couple friends who are extremely wealthy. These are people who... Can I meet them? Can we meet them? <laughs> Let's get them on the show. <laughs> can, can, can we put our, uh, can they open us a credit card? Yeah. Can they put us on their credit card? <laughs> right. Well, here's the funny thing. Uh-huh. One of them was complaining. It's like, I can never seem to get above like a 720. Mm-hmm. You know, why Why do you have, and at that time I had an 850. 850? Wow. wow. I never met anybody that had an 850. She has an 850. Oh my God, I didn't know what that high. Wow. Well, okay. Well, if you work at experience, you better have an 850 because there's some, there's some expectation there, right? I have, I do know what to do, but okay. Earlier this year, I bought a house. Okay. Guess what? In one day, I added another half a million dollars debt load to my, so it, my credit took a hit. Now, it did not drop, yeah. but yes, it, it, it went down. But every month that I make a mortgage payment, it goes back up again. And very soon, as soon as it kind of normalizes, yes. it will go back to an 850. I like how you said that, normalizes. Mm-hmm. It's like you said the algorithm yes. sees that, hey, okay. she just took out a new loan. <laughs> yes, but now you're paying it, right? It's like... Mm-hmm. It's like the game. I don't know if you remember the game, Paul, of Tetris back in the oh, day. Oh, sure. When all the bricks were getting stacked up and then you know, you kind of <laughs> fall, falling down, right? So I got only one question as we can run the last five minutes here. Oh, why this has been a fun talk. What why, do you mean? <laughs> why isn't this taught in every high school? That's right. Nobody you mentioned that earlier, stuff. right? We go that, to college. We get free credit cards. We blow it. Veronica uh, said she would like this to be something mandatory in college, right? In high school. In oh, in high, high school. school. In high school. Before you teach you... them everything. History, she said. Kind of that... like I was talking to my son this morning, right? About it already. Put it in his head, right? Like. But how does he learn? He probably learned it on TV. Mm-hmm. Maybe he watched one of the Experian Boost commercials. You yes. Know, they're all over the place. They're fun. Or yeah. the, the new football player. I forget his name. but <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going to kill me for that. But um, we have, you know, it, we're out there. And that's how kids are learning about it. But what they really need to do is under- sit and understand how to put together a budget. How to open a credit card or, yes. or get a bank account for heaven's sakes. Yes. I took my son to get his bank account for the first time. I think it's been already almost a year. Good for him. And he was so excited. He was work he got a job at Chick-fil-A. And so of course he was gonna he get his deposit. Yeah, he was only like fifteen and a half, sixteen years old working at Chick-fil-A. And I didn't even know these kids were making seventeen dollars an hour today. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I was making that out of like college or something back <laughs> in the day, you know? It's like so so obviously it's a whole different world. You're right, to your point, the bank account. Then eventually, like a debit card, which you know, and then hopefully, a little small credit, credit card, card, right? Mm-hmm. Small credit card. You can help him by by putting him as an authorized user on one of your cards, so he now inherits that credit history. Things to help him out. I did the same thing with my daughter. By the time she turned eighteen, she had a great credit history. She before she was thirty years old, she had a you know a, a very thick credit file. She was able to buy a half a million dollar home like that. Paul, can she adopt us? <laughs> can can <laughs> we? Every <laughs> So my father was a uh, was an executive for Chrysler Corporation. He was a, he was a successful guy, rags mm-hmm. to riches. Started off in the assembly line, worked his way up, and so he fought in World War II. That generation, yeah. that generation, because they'd gone through the Great Depression. Yeah. Oh yeah, paid off everything quickly. Oh yeah, he wasn't. He had one credit card. He wouldn't open a second one. If he did, he immediately closed the other one. And every month he paid. And later in life, he tried to get stuff. He had like no credit. He was a ghost. Yeah. His whole life, he'd paid everything off or paid it with cash. I'm not paying it. I'm not going to take any risk. I'm not going to take any, any debt. He was, you know. You know what that, that says, Paul? 
Your dad did not know the rules to the <laughs> to not. the credit game. He did not. This is important. The rules to the credit game. He was you playing have by to the know the rules, rules right? You have to know the rules. You have to know. And that's what Veronica does. She comes in and teach. It's like, think about it, Paul. It's like us going to play a football game and not knowing the rules yeah. of the football game. Yeah. How are we going to go and get in the How game? Are win? The refs are looking at us like, this. these guys don't know what they're doing, right? And Veronica is the ref. She's right. the one that's going to give us the rules to the game. And that is awesome that you do that with the SBDC, right? Mm -hmm. You do that with Craig, one of our partners of our chamber. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a consultant, constantly helping small businesses. Uh, a monthly, uh, what is it? Uh, it's a webinar. Webinar that you do. Now, can anybody come to these webinars that you do? Or is it just they have to go through the SBDC? I, they do have just to, have to sign up, I think, through the, the Small Business Development yes. Centers, part of the, funded by the SBA. Mm -hmm. Full disclosure, the chamber's got a center here. And we at, at UCI, the financial ce uh, See, center. See, Paul does located. a good plug-in for us. I know. You guys are <laughs> tied into this stuff. I am more than willing. If, you're, if your organization wants to have a personal credit webinar, wow. we, can a, uh, we can have a, a regular special events, whatever you'd like. I'd be more than happy to Let's come out and do teach. that. And I'll come. I, for 50 years, I've been following my father's wrong advice here. Paul, we might have to like bring her some tacos and you know take care of her because this is some great information. So, I mean, people so don't realize your credit is the big difference between you paying high interest oh, yeah. or low interest. Is a lot of money, right? It could save you so much I'll money. I'll give you another bad example. I'll use myself. So years and years ago... Um, Something happened and my credit took a dump. I mm -hmm. forgot I did something in my business or something happened. It was one of those little blips. We all have sure. it happen here. Sure. And suddenly I went from the 700s to the low 600s or something, maybe even the high 500, something like that. And I didn't think about it because I thought, again, I'm my old school. I'm going to buy something. I'm going to wait till I got the cash and I just go buy it. Now, that doesn't apply to a car. Cars are so expensive today. Few yeah, exactly. people can just walk in and buy a $50,000 car. I couldn't. <laughs> so I went to get a new car. I'd had this car for 10 years, and I went down. And the difference, I went to this, told the guy, I said, my credit score is, I don't know, seven something. He said, no problem. And he quoted me a price. He came back white faced. He said, your score is like six something, and you're going to pay another $100 a month for the oh, next yeah? five years. Oh, to that's nothing. Thing. I'm surprised it wasn't more than that. <laughs> Whatever it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. And I went home, and I felt so stupid, and I thought, I could have fixed this thing. I could have addressed it a while ago, mm -hmm. but I, I'm old school. And now you're paying the price. I'm paying the price. And yes. I, I want to be able to teach people what they can do more than just you know pay your bills on time. That's, that's exactly. the, the uh, advice everybody gives. But there are other things that you can do that can have a more immediate impact on your score. I work with a lot of first-time home buyers. Like, you know what? Six months before you go out and find your house and, and get a mortgage, that's when you need to start looking at your credit, preparing mm -hmm. your credit for that mortgage. Because you're going to buy furniture suddenly and you're going to buy things. Better and... not do that before your mortgage because you can actually, if you buy furniture or anything before that, you can get yourself out of the the DD what's called DTI the debt to income ratio yeah. uh, area and they can they can uh, decline your loan so there are lots Yikes. of things that I do to help people prepare for major life events students going into the world ready to graduate people getting their first time home owners i'm i have a passion for uh, new immigrants Right, they come to this country and they're like, I don't know anything about this credit stuff. They keep their money in their mattress. Great point. And I want to teach people, you know what? If you're going to live here, why don't you take advantage of all the things that this country has to offer? And part of that is credit. I love that she said major life events, events because um, 
I was just telling my son and his friend, I drop them off early in the morning at six o'clock sometimes when they're working out mm. for the football team. And we were talking about stuff in life. We always had these talks and I said, you know, because uh, they're getting, they both got their driver license, right? I said, you know, there's now where you go apply for a job out of college. And believe it or not, um, they're going to run your credit. Mm -hmm. Why? Because your credit is going to tell them whether or not they should give you the job based on your credibility, meaning how good you are on maintaining your credit, therefore how much you will show up to your job on time, right? Especially if their job has anything to do with money. They absolutely want to know who's got you know massive debt before they give you a teller job or something like that. Interesting. See, this is such great yeah, information. They think you're going to go steal then or something more incentive <laughs> to steal. Yeah, Paul, come on now. <laughs> their due diligence. People yeah. need to understand. Yes. And like, as I said before, your credit re your credit report are your credit references. Just like you need school references. Your credit you report are your credit references. Mm -hmm. You hear that, folks? That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. <laughs> and it's so important that you visit Experian.com. Okay, and if you wanted to go into the business aspect of the credit, you could also type in the business. Small business. Small business, mm -hmm. right? And there'll be information there at Experian.com. Veronica, the show has gone by so fast. I'm so sorry. She's got to come back or we got to do something more. <laughs> with this, this is such great information. I hope everybody listening and watching definitely got some good information. Again, Director of Core Credit Services and a Credit Ambassador for Experian. Over the last 12 years, Veronica has helped provide credit education to thousands of consumers and small business owners about both personal and business credit. Let's just say you are a community hero oh. because you've helped a lot of people. And I love that you said earlier, I want to help those immigrants coming into the country that know nothing about the credit. Uh, how the game services. is played. How the game is played, right? right? So again, thank you, Veronica, for being here. And thank you for always supporting our youth chamber, our fundraisers, our scholarship programs. Please send our best to Experian and all your staff. And uh, we got to get you to come back one of these days and we'll do like a seminar or something, Let's right? We'll bring all of our entrepreneurs and business owners. And, and I think, and again, we'll feed you some good food, some good tacos or something, you know? <laughs> but thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed myself quite a bit. Thank you. Thank you. Paul, take it away, sir. Wow. If that doesn't give you cause to stop and think, I don't know what will here. And one more reason to tune in each and every time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County, powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio, streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center.